listening to Living with ADHD and CPTSD, available on Apple and wherever you get your podcasts. and welcome to another episode of Living with ADHD and CPTSD. Today I have a special guest on my show. His name is JD and he is the founder of Dark Days Bright Nights website and it's actually darkdaysbrightnights.org and he also hosts a podcast called Dark Days Bright Nights as well as Fragile Moments. And he has come on the show. We're going to discuss mental health and uh you know advocate for it and seeing how we can change you know mental health for the better so jd thank you for coming on uh you're more than welcome on my show here awesome thanks so much i'm glad to be here i always like talking and chatting with like-minded people and and helping to like you said uh push the narrative for the better Um, absolutely something something that probably probably i've enjoyed doing all my life but i really paid attention to it um excellent I've been a middle school teacher for about 10 years um, in a previous life. Uh, okay. Not something that I signed up to do, but my, my mother has been a teacher all her life. Um, wow. And I, I can remember being, you know, five, six, seven years old and just thinking to myself, like, this is, this is not a great profession. Like she's up all night, you know, all night and yeah. doesn't seem to, doesn't seem to ever stop. And it just kind of fell into my lap somewhere, I guess 25, 26, and just tried it out and it stuck. But the yeah. part that always I go back to, and I, my wife and I both were middle school teachers, uh, Montessori middle school teachers at that. And I think the part that sticks with me even today is the fact that the conversations that I had with students that were just not scripted. You know, I wasn't yes. necessarily having a American history lesson or talking algebra. You know, it was the the kid who came up and sat next to my desk and I'm, you know, I'm looking at him like, you know, what you need, Ethan? And I just wanted to talk. I just wanted to see how you were doing. Oh, great. <laughs> you know, and it just kind of catches you off guard that here's somebody that's, you know, 12, 13 years old and yeah, I just want to talk. Um, so it's something that stuck with me and here I am. Kind of in the same realm, just realizing that we all need to talk. Um, And so I came across this idea of dark dark days, bright nights, probably years ago before I even turned it into anything. Um, Right. But I didn't really understand what it meant to be an advocate for mental health. Um, I just knew what the importance of health was. And that's, you know, everything and anything. Um, I can't say I'm the best eater or that I work out every day, especially now having two kids under the age of two in the house, but right. You know, it's always been some version of importance to um, my family as a whole. So that's where I started um, with this journey was the physical aspect of health. Um, So I have a certification as a personal trainer um, as well as what I do with my, my day to day work now as a a mental health coach. But when I began, Mm-hmm. and i you know felt myself embedding the mindset piece of it and slowly but surely i was getting more and more frustrated with people who'd sign up and they'd be like you know well i see that you want me to do 10 push-ups i don't really like doing push-ups do you have something else well i really like this this menu sounds really great and i do want to eat better but i don't really like eating kale and tomatoes like do you have something else and it was just so much more work to do that part of it and that's just yeah. not inter- it wasn't interesting enough to me to, to to pursue that conversation, let alone the fact that you weren't paying me enough to constantly <laughs> have to rethink. Um, yes, but for what sure. I, yeah, what I started to see though was that it all circled back to the same thing. It's it wasn't that they were complaining that they didn't like push-ups or complaining that they didn't like eat that. They yeah. there was a mindset problem there. There was an issue, a hurdle that was stopping them from really understanding 
this is the best choice for you. Not to say that I want you to eat something that you hate. There's other options, sure, but yeah, you know, if you're not if you're doing something just because somebody told you to do it, the odds are it's not going to stick. And so I Absolutely. stopped, and I was like, "This is there's something so there's something better I could be doing with all of this. Something to to still incorporate the fact that yeah, you probably need to eat a little bit healthier than." You are, but let's go back a second and, and really think about why that's stopping, you know, like why you keep signing up for, you know, 30 day challenge after 30 day challenge. And this week you're keto and next week you're not eating anything orange. There's a reason there. Um, so I slowly began my conversations, you know, to kind of shift to be essentially more mental health related. And I yeah. just said, okay, then stop trying to make this this version of the business work and say the end of that chapter and start here. Um, so there's where nice. dark days, bright nights comes from um, is the idea that, yeah, we all need to be healthy, but there's a better education when it comes to understanding mental illness and mental health that's stopping us from not only just healing from trauma, but just, you know, healing altogether when it comes to the way we live. Um, right. So, yeah. So, I speak and I talk quite, quite more than, than most people probably want me to. I probably, if, I, if, if they were honest, but um, I think it's something that, uh, you know, I truly, truly know is, is bringing value at this point. Um, you know, I can yeah, put my head on sure. the pillow at night and go, yep, somebody heard it. And that felt a lot better than telling them to, you know, go to the gym and spend an hour and just do legs today. Um, yeah. <laughs> I I yeah, I absolutely get that and it makes a lot of sense because people I think that's true with anything if you have to be told to do something uh, like exercising, weight yeah. loss, change your diet unless you see it for yourself, like if you yeah. if if you're if you're the one that wakes up and goes Oh my, uh, I've got a, something's not right. My doctor yeah. said that I'm, I'm kind of, I'm at risk for whatever. Yeah. If I don't change this, I could either have serious issues in the future or, or worse. I better, I better do something about this. Yeah. That's, you have a much better chance of, of succeeding with that that challenge that you have than yeah. someone telling you, you've got to do this because this is what's going on. Cause that's not necessarily going to convince you unless no, you see not. it yourself. Like there are the, there are the, those out there that you could, but that, that's not a very common. It's very few and far between it. It really yeah, exactly. is. And I, I mean, I can tell you, I mean, I would count myself as, as being a pretty strong minded individual, but uh, you know, even, even myself and, you know, wife included, and she's a yeah. oncology nurse. And so there's a huge aspect of health there. And, you wow. know, you, you realize even with yourself, you have these entirely unmotivated days or these days where it's like, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Um, so, it, you know, here's somebody that kind of has their act together. I, I can't say that I'm perfect and I hope I'm never, never am, but if that's how I feel, Imagine somebody that doesn't have the tools necessary to find that strength mentally to go, okay, yeah, nope, I, this isn't working. Um, what do I need to do? And so, yeah, I mean, those are, those are valid conversations to have. And I think, you know, I, that's what I began seeing that, you know, we, we, they're virtually the same thing when you're asking yeah. somebody to think, you know, healthier, as far as their physical aspect, eating, you know, um, exercising, all that is the same thing with our, our, you know, our mental stamina. We just don't talk about them the same way. One is yeah. way yeah. more taboo. The other one is like, oh yeah, this is awesome. I'm going to tell all my friends I'm now, you know, not eating carbs and running, you know, half marathons every other day. You know, one's cool. Absolutely. The other one's not. And that's what I kind of bring is that it's it doesn't have to be this like oh 
I think he just, I think he just used the word bipolar. Uh, that's kind of scary. <laughs> it can, it can be, right. okay. I heard him say that. Like what else comes along with that? Oh, I understand that simply now. Great. You know? Um, yeah. Cause it's there yeah, for sure with everybody yeah. in some way, shape or form. Um, if we're being honest with ourselves. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's kind of totally. where I had head with everything and, and, and right. getting people to, to not only realize the, the world around them and what's, who they're interacting with and, and what might be um, something that that person that they love or associate with is struggling with, but also within themselves. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I totally agree. Now, <laughs> one, I, I was just thinking of this actually was while you were talking. <laughs> I and I, I want to ask on your opinion on this. I've recently like when I say recent, I'm talking the last few months or so um have come to more of a conclusion or a like my i have a bit of a theory where there's a lot of issues and things that occur and and this is with any people like any anybody not necessarily teenagers or children but also like young adults middle-aged adults and then older adults that are you know have experienced a great deal of life that there are a lot of the things that we go through are tied not necessarily directly at times but are tied into our mental health yeah uh, a lot of choices that we make a lot of things that are that occur in our life um you know like important changes uh, things that determine our path uh little changes like uh maybe having like deciding to maybe change our outfit or, you know, kind of reinvent ourselves a little bit because we're feeling kind of bored with things or, or we always, some, some people change jobs every couple of years. Yeah. Um, that a lot, this is all kind of tied into mental health in sure. some, in some way because they don't necessarily realize it. Like I know for my, for example, for myself, there have been things in my past that I've done or haven't done that were due to my own experiences in my life sure. in mental in, in mental health. And I and at the time that never occurred. Like I never said like the second after I, I did something going, gee, I did that because of my current mental status or my mental sure. health status. But if a lot of people don't necessarily see this, but I'm sure that like if they're, if they are seeing a therapist or maybe they, they are reflecting on things that they've done that they, they realize that, gee, this, that I, I, I made this choice for, uh, for my career and then this occurred and, and they're looking down their pathways and, and the, the pins on the wall that are indicating changes. And they all of a sudden go, huh? Yeah. I, I see that because of the, how I was raised or, or things, something that happened to me or that I witnessed as a child or as a teenager directly reflected this and all together, these, yeah, yeah it, it, it's so amazing that we don't really think of this, uh, you know, a lot of people don't think of this in the moment because that's not, you know, not most people aren't going to go, wow, I just experienced a, a, a moment that's going to affect me for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, and I mean, you know, I think we also, you know, think that, that, that the, the moments that have to be tied to, you know, our future and how we're going to behave and think and act and live have to yeah. be these like, huge events but the definition of, of of trauma is not linear there's there's not no. just one event that's traumatic um correct you know it depends on on how your life was if you were somebody who was sheltered all their life and all of a sudden you know and and never never moved from your childhood home you know you you were comfortably at a great family you know didn't see all these like other parts of the world maybe you didn't travel we'll add that that factor to it and then you know one day you go off to college and you chose that school because you you wanted that that education from there and yeah. now you're by yourself and you know you're interacting with the world and people that maybe you didn't that could be traumatic you could also have a traumatic event where 
you know, something serious, you know, you were in, in, a, in war situation, you were, yeah. you know, um, assaulted exactly. or raped, you know, there's like, there's, there's a huge range of what's traumatic to people. And you're right. There's, you know, you don't have to realize it in the moment and, and no. you shouldn't, you're not going to, you know, no. unless it was this, this huge event that you're like, Oh crap, I just got knocked on my butt. But you may yeah. end understand one part of how that affects you because it was so surface level. It may take years for you to realize what was really the hard part about that particular yeah. moment in your life. Um, and I think that's great. I, I think that's okay to, to not understand it, but we should right. always strive to pursue that understanding. And that doesn't mean that Absolutely. You, know, you spend every waking moment and stressing about trying to find the meaning. You may never know, um, and that's yeah. okay too. Um, Absolutely, yeah. But you may not may, may not know for, for years, and it may just kind of dawn on you while you're taking a walk with your dog that, oh, um, and I, I'm using that example, and I, I wasn't even, <laughs> I'm not referencing the cover to your, your podcast at all. It was just kind of a simple, <laughs> com simple example, yeah. but, you know, you're just kind of aimlessly walking and go, oh, you know what? That was really kind of a tough moment. Um, that's, that explains that's why quite five funny, years you know? later, yeah. you know, I mean... I mean, I can tell you, I mean, it happens time and time again with me, you know, whether it's laying down to sleep at night and I'm reading a book and then I'm like realizing I'm not reading the pages because I was thinking about something else or just, you know, driving in the car by myself, which is not very often. But, you know, you just kind of all of a sudden it hits you. No reason. Right. No song came on. No, no, you know, words or conversation extra just kind of there. Um, yeah. And that's a yeah. great thing. And I think that's what people have to be okay with is like you said right. I mean, knowing that the threads of life all are connected in some way shape or form yes for um, sure some are thicker than others and you know very apparent that they're connected yeah. and others I, to me though i mean that's i enjoy that um and yeah. i know but i know and I'm, I'm not everybody and it's a good thing but you know that that, that understanding is something that i i hope to to give to other people in, in my conversations and the work I do that, Hey, mm -hmm. like I can, I can process the events of my life and still enjoy yeah. my not life and not be tied to that past, you know? Yeah. Which is great. Cause that's, that's good progress. It is. Yeah. There's a lot of people who aren't at that stage yet, which is, no. which is really sad because that's where they, they need to get at some point to that point where, mm they can look back but also it it won't necessarily reef or like a have a flashback i guess if you yeah. want to put it into that aspect they they need to get there yeah and it, they some know and some don't know that it's takes a lot of work it's not it a does. simple process but it, it's it's well worth it once you get in and you see that you start to see results yeah i mean you, yeah. that's a good that's a good phrase to use that it is work and i think you know, just as a whole in society, we're kind of conditioned to think that like that everything should come easy. There should be a pill or a magic word or, yeah, you know, a, a, like I said, like a 30 day challenge and you'll be fit as a fiddle. And there's I not, wish. there's not, yeah. you know, I know um, that doesn't work that way. Yeah. No. And that's, you know, that's just being realistic. That's not being, you know, dark and gloomy and pessimistic. That's just, that's just, how things are the most most of things yeah there's yeah. maybe a few things that you can quickly you know fix and move on um but there are few and far between um and then like i said i mean you know it may take it may take five days it may take five years um absolutely yeah but it, it's i think it's just something where yeah it's just something we're conditioned to think you know it's just like just like age you know there's this like hidden hidden agenda hidden conversation where it's like you have to be married and have kids and own a house and all these things like ticked off by a certain age and so yeah. some people realize long before that nah, i don't have to um and some people were stuck and it was like oh crap i'm turning 40 tomorrow i didn't do any of those things well guess i'm never gonna get anywhere and that's not true either you know it's the same thing you know you, yeah. you may not be healed tomorrow um yeah you won't be but you know it may be years from no. now before you do but you you will yeah and and that's 
that has to you have to use that in a way as a motivational factor sure. to push yourself well i don't mean push as in like force it but i mean no absolutely yeah to to have that it's it's like having that poster on the wall <laughs> where you you kind of look at it and go like if it, let's say it's a, it's somebody has a sports hero or a musical hero and they want to they want to become a professional and they kind of use that as a motivation they want to be they want to have that kind that person's life for that yeah. and so they use it as a motivational factor so you could you could in theory you could put a poster of yourself you could you know saying this is me in 10 years or five yeah. years and this is how i want to be and then you could put pictures or something or whatever you know you could you could do something like yeah. that and and then use it as a motivational you know way to to keep yourself going because i know it's gonna yeah you're gonna have days and maybe even weeks or months where it's you're gonna feel like you know you're, you're questioning things and you're, and you're yeah yeah because you go, oh my God, I've been putting so much work into this and I feel like I'm not getting anywhere. And so you, you kind of go, is this, am, am I doing anything? Am I doing this right? Is this, yeah. is this, is there a point to this? You know, you, you're going to start to feel having self doubt. Yeah. And that's but, natural. Yeah, you know, exactly. We forget that, yeah. you know, people think that like, oh, well, I got to start over. That's it. And Sometimes, yeah. sure, you, you do need to start over. This wasn't the correct path, you yeah. know, find another one. But a lot of times it just means you need to rethink. Um, yeah. And that's, to me, that's beautiful, you know, to be able to do that. I think the, yeah. the catchphrase is pivot. <laughs> but, yes. you know, it, it's that. You, you, you do that in life, you, you know, often. Uh, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure, you know, making a habit of it is a good idea, but... <laughs> you're gonna do that you know yeah for uh, sure you know, I, I don't think that everything i think you mentioned you know people change their job every couple of years i think that that stage in in our society can kind of slow down that we can kind of go back maybe to people that you know were at a job for you know 10 15 years but you know that's it's just like changing okay. your 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 major in college you know it's you're trying to figure yeah. there's, there's a point in your life where you really have no clue what you're doing. At some point in your life, you need to start having a better understanding of what you're doing. But I mean, if you would ask me 20 years ago, would I be interested in starting my own business um, and doing that part of the business? I mean, podcasting was probably nothing, um, but we'll talk, you know, radio. No, yeah. not interesting at all. Uh, you know, it wouldn't. <laughs> You could, I would have mm -hmm. been like, no, you're talking to a different person. Try a different fortune because that's not mine. Um, yeah. So here we are, you know, and I, I mean, yeah. same thing when I started teaching, I, my mom, my mother told me, um, it's a good phrase there. My mother told me that give it a year and in a year, you'll know whether you want to do something or not. She didn't say teaching. Right. She said thing. I said, okay. So within a year, I mean, it probably even didn't even take that. Like I felt it and I knew it. And that's where I stuck. And I waited probably another four after that before I got one of the two master's degrees I have in education. So I knew this is wow. what I wanted to do. And then all of a sudden, it just wasn't um, for various reasons, most of them being, you know, bureaucratic and political that I just wasn't interested in. Here I am, one myself, I wasn't interested in the parents, <laughs> you know, it was yeah, just not fun sure. anymore. And so I, I, for lack of a better term, I pivoted. I rethought and said, you know what? I, this is, the, I'm going to lose the enjoyment of something I really, really do feel in my heart is something I want to do. Um, yeah. So I walked away and did something entirely different. But if I really think about what I'm doing now, I'm still yeah. a teacher. I'm still a teacher. Uh, yeah. Um, but that even, even that, I mean, I've been doing something on my own for, about six, six and a half years now. And it probably only within wow. the past like year, year and a half that I actually understand myself and realize myself that, hey, you aren't a former teacher. You're a former middle school teacher, but you're yeah. a teacher still, you know, still hmm. there, you know, it's the same thing. Yeah. You, you yeah. have to, you never know what the universe will throw at you, but you have to, yeah. you have to be ready to listen to it. Absolutely. 
Now I was there was something that we were we briefly touched on near the start more so, mm-hmm. and I had a couple comments about about it in a way. It's amazing how you you know how you see uh, there are movies and TV shows where they always show a student or a a, a person who it like it, it looks like they have a great life. Mm-hmm. And it could be like the the beautiful girl in school, or the or the the athlete, right? The mm-hmm. the football star, and 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 people, uh, his classmates and his friends think he's got an amazing life, and he looks like he's got it all. And and then they show behind the scenes, they go to the, his yeah. house, and he's got a overbearing father, or or the oh. daughter has a has a a mother who's like trying to push her to, to be this or you know like it's it's they you soon realize that that person actually doesn't have as great of a life as as everybody yeah. sees because they're they're using their current status as like a mask mm-hmm. right and especially back then like in where a lot of these kind of movies came up like in the 90 80s 90s even mm-hmm in the 2000s when mental health wasn't exactly a, a big discussion yeah. compared to today right a lot of these kids had issues and have often had a lot of struggles or and and so when they graduated or they went in like the football star goes to school uh, to uh, gets a scholarship or whatever and goes to college and he finds his relief is uh, maybe using drugs or alcohol yeah. or, or right or the or the 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 girl the beautiful girl is finds herself con- you know obsessing about her weight or her mm-hmm. you know like trying to stay beautiful as she gets older you know there's all these things that that play in that most people don't see and at the same time because I was thinking like there's all these ideals that people like society kind of pushes on us um, whether it's a family ideal uh, an individual ideal um, marriage ideals like all sorts of there's so many different angles out like Mm -hmm. you know things that are out there and to us like some of us who maybe don't have a ton of like a lot of money and we're and we're struggling and we can't exactly go out and just just go and buy a a fancy toy to to go on vacation with whenever we want to and and some of us have to have an old car in order to get to get by and have to fix it or, you know like yeah we we see these people who have money or we see these people who have success and we when we look at them we don't necessarily go i wonder if that person is actually okay yeah no. right like they're they're using Think they're using possessions or, or, you know, material things to, to cover up for, maybe something that they're that's going wrong or it's they're not doing well mentally, but yeah. they don't reach out right or nobody sees it. So there's and and this I I believe that this happens a lot more than than we're aware of, and it's like there's no perfect remedy, there's no perfect situation out there. Sure and. Yeah, and in related to this, I actually a couple of days ago I put out a poll on Twitter, and I asked people. I said, in the in the world, and and then I kind of in brackets said uh, maybe specifically North America, how many people of the in the population do you think have some sort of a mental illness or mental issues, right, or mental health problems? And amazingly enough, the majority of people who who voted chose the uh, 25 to 50 percent and i had i had like i had under 25 percent. i had the 25 to 50 50 to 75 and then i had 75 and up and i was because i don't i don't honestly know the answer i was just kind of <laughs> i wanted to see what people what felt, they felt like yeah yeah and yeah most people figured that 25 to 50 percent is is who typically would have a like mental health issues or have a mental illness or deal with you know stress and anxiety and trauma all, all the different ranges like of anything that you can think of yeah. 
and I thought that was kind of low. I was thinking the numbers. I was same thing. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking it's. I think it's a lot higher. I think most people don't talk about it or don't really yep. bring it up. Maybe yeah, they might. They might say it to themselves, yeah. and maybe they stress about it and keep it quiet. But most people aren't going to come out on Twitter or Facebook or to their friends no. and say, "I have." I'm having some issues here. I'm not doing well. I, I have, I'm constantly stressed out or I'm always anxious or, you know, like, and that's, I, I get it. I understand why that is, especially in North America with the way society has like the impression that, that we're, you know, that there is through society and through yeah. movies and TV and, and the media, right? It, majority of people out there aren't going to talk about no. something that's bugging them they're not going to they're not willing to be vulnerable and and let people know yeah i i, I mean i would i'm, I'm going to be the one that's like you know oh no you didn't say that but I, I i would i would venture a guess that that we all have some version of, of yeah. a mental illness whether you want to call that you know something that's completely diagnosable or not is a right. whole nother conversation. There's a giant gray area because there's not one concrete definition, even within the medical field of what, you know, being mentally yeah. ill is, but we all do. And I, you know, I don't know necessarily if that for some, sure. I, I think it's a lot of, I don't want to say that. And that comes yeah. with your generation, you know, I correct. Yeah. I, mean, I can tell you, you know, with my mom and my dad too, but Here's a here's a mother who's you know been around kids her whole life teaching um, various various ages and now you know been a director of a school for the past 15, 20 years. You know you would think that she has a little bit of understanding. But man, you tell her that you're like you're worried about something, or you even show signs that you're you're you know being worried about some situation. She'll yeah. kind of even through text, she'll you can feel it that she's okay. And, and we'll have a conversation and make you feel <laughs> empowered and good, but then give her like 24 hours and JD, you're okay. I, I just want to make sure that, you know, I, I was just, I was worried last night that, you know, you, you said this and I didn't want you to, to, to feel anxious or feel, you know, upset or blah, blah, blah. Like, it's going to like, you're going to be okay. And I'm like, yeah, wow. Like that changed, but that's because, I mean, that's where that, that generation is. And that's like, I mean, I hate saying that, with, but it is true for a lot of things. That doesn't mean that they don't understand you wash it away. That's even more reason to help people understand. Um, Absolutely. Because you have to, I mean, you don't have to necessarily admit that, you know, yeah, I'm like full blown depression. I need to see a therapist. Um, you might yeah. have something minor. You might have, you know, just a mild depression and, you know, cause you have these moments and it's harder for you to come out of it um and you just need better tools and somebody maybe need to, to help find those tools for you or yeah. support you in in gathering those tools um right you know it, you have to admit that to yourself you don't have to blurt it out to the world no, no. um i'm a firm believer that there's things that people want to know and there's yeah. things that people need to know and the things that people need to know is a small amount of your life um absolutely i you agree know, but you have to be you have to be authentic and real to you um yeah because if you're not that won't come through and then people start wondering oh well like you were explaining like you know the kids that oh well he was you know the jock in high school and now now he's you know hanging out with this crowd and all of a sudden he likes rap music and he really didn't even like that in, in high school like he's he must be there must be something wrong no you it, it might be, but probably the fact that he didn't get exposed to all that at, at some point yeah. in his life or never had a chance to explore that. And now that's what they're doing. I mean, I saw it time and time again with kids that entered my class. Um, and I, mm -hmm. you know, I, and, and even, you know, for myself, um, I would dare say I had a pretty darn good life, but there are, there are definitely things that I just didn't experience um not because my parents didn't want me to i just didn't um right so you know as you get older you start doing you know things that you need to explore it um yeah some some conversations you know especially when you're talking about like 
middle school and high school, you know, some conversations that kid is being an adolescent and they're exploring. There's other people, the same conversation is got a new, new version or new, new definition. And that person is acting out and they're rebelling. And right. You know, it's not necessarily yeah. that um, you can, no, I agree. you can do those things and not be a terrible person. <laughs> Um, yeah, for sure. You know, and that's, I mean, I, I'll go back to, you know, the, 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 the middle school realm of it. I mean, that's I like time and time again, kids would enter my classroom and they would always come in as sixth graders and kind of just, you know, hang out for a day with, you know, the class and just kind of, cause this is where they were going to move up into, you know, but I yeah. always get like every right. year, I'd always get one student that you know, either other parents from my classroom, because I knew the kid, you know, from being friend groups or other teachers or just through the, you know, the administration that, oh, like, you're going to have fun with Charlie. Um, he does this, this and this in class. And I'm like, okay, bring on Charlie. Like, I'm guaranteeing you that Charlie isn't as bad as you think. Charlie probably just needs to be understood. Um, yeah. So not to say yeah. that, like, the, the kid doesn't have things that we need to, to work differently with. But, you know, he's not rebelling. He's not an evil, evil kid. And so the same conversation goes to adults. Like, okay, why are they doing that? We don't ask that question. Oh, right. It must be just, you know, narcissistic and flamboyant. He needs to buy another Rolls Royce. He's a celebrity. He can afford that. You know, well, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But also, maybe he's trying to, to, to act out something that he wasn't able to do as a child. And Mm. that's not necessarily like you have this traumatic childhood but you may not have had that opportunity um and now Absolutely. you do you know yeah. there's a, i mean i have a, a laundry list of things that when i have enough money i'm gonna do them that doesn't mean yeah. that, that doesn't mean that i'm going off the deep end or having a midlife crisis there's just things right. i can't do right now in life you yeah know? exactly so yeah it, it all comes down to like i said like i like to tell people to tell your story and you get to choose what what part of that story you get to tell everybody yeah but it also shouldn't be a complete you know made up story or added to or lying to yourself with it you know right yeah you know totally. can you tell somebody that you know you were addicted to drugs in high school and had a tough time you know with the bad crowd and leave it at that absolutely you don't have to also tell them that you were addicted to drugs and overdosed and were arrested four times. You don't have to tell people that. You, no. you at least were honest with the fact that, yes, I had a drug problem when I was younger. Yeah. You got it. You know? And I think we've, we've kind of just, we force people to tell everything because they want to know everything. And you don't. Um, you just have to be, you have to be honest with yourself. This is, I can't fix this, or this is an issue. What do Absolutely. I need to do with it? Um, yeah, so, yeah, being honest is very important. Mm -hmm. That's that's a that's a big step in getting, you know, getting the into the right direction or moving Absolutely. in the right direction. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I actually I have a really good question here. Shoot. It's I I wish I had thought of this months ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, I start. I'm I'm thinking that. A lot of like I'm not saying this is the reason, of course, but I'm thinking it has it it will add to it, or it has a good I don't know fifty percent of it maybe or something like that. But a lot of you know how there's this under there's this understanding that like like I was saying earlier, a lot of people are not really willing to to if they're dealing with mental illness or they're struggling and, and they're not doing well, there's mm -hmm. so many people out there that are not really willing to say something to their best friend or to their mm -hmm. wife or husband. Now I was thinking a lot of this, in my opinion is due to the, like the negative fear or the negative aspect of what will happen if sure. they say something. And at the, at the same time, if you if you turn it around in a different way, if let's say three hundred years ago, <laughs> mental illness was brought out and people learned about it and understood it, so today when if the under, the idea that everybody knows about it, the world's well educated, 
there's you know there, there's no real mystery that, that sure they don't know the the mind as well as as they'd like to of course because set technology can only go so far but still sure. so if everybody knew about it and it was it was well informed well educated that perhaps more people instead of feeling scared to say something would be going oh I have no issues talking about yes. it. Like, yeah. they wouldn't be afraid to bring it out. It would, it would be something just like saying, "I like, I like cheese, right?" Or <laughs> "I like, I like uh, wine," or "I prefer Pepsi over cola." It could be, it, it, like, it'd be the same sort of situation yeah. where that person realizes that they're struggling, and and it's not, it's not a complicated or a difficult thing to bring out. It's they they'd be able to because they know that that everybody would be supportive and would be able to help them in some way, some manner. Like society has, in my opinion, for the most part, has really been the deciding factor or a lot of the, the reasons to why people don't or are afraid to speak about it. Yeah. And it's not because they don't, that they don't, they can't, or they, or they're too, like, you know, like they feel inside that they just can't speak. It's, yeah. You know, it's like this, they're afraid to say something. Like there has the, the, the husband is afraid to 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 tell his wife that he's dealing with with mental illness and he's scared and he's feeling ang super anxious daily because of this or that. It, you know, it's all that it's that stigma or that that they automatically think that some that that person or society is going to look down on them and, and it's going to shame them or it's going to treat them differently or you know like off poor you and it you know it's like it, it's like it yeah. influences them i think i i you know even like a step down from even that is that you know for a lot of people they they fear that whoever their you know their inner circle is we'll just call it that you know not necessarily yeah. even like a relationship not that they you know are going to look at them necessarily different uh you know i think most human beings is at least what I like to believe have a compassionate side and, and do want to be there to do something for their, their friends, their family, their loved ones. But I think right. what it comes down to is that, you know, the, the fear is that they're not going to understand what that is. You know, right. we, we highlight a lot of the, the we we're not even highlight, we romanticize a lot of the mental illnesses. Um, you know, the, the ones you, hmm you talk about a lot here, the ADHDs and CPTSD and, and anxieties and depressions, you know, things like that. They're the ones that you hear about enough that it's like, well, yeah, she's just depressed. You know, we forget right. that depression and anxiety and you start putting the, 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 the cocktail together, you do end up in a, in a tougher situation. You all of a sudden have somebody that has some suicidal thoughts and you mm -hmm. you just looked at it that, that oh well they're just having a bad day and that was your that's where your understanding stopped so right. you just you know took them to go get a spa treatment and made sure that you hung out and had a few drinks with them that's that's a good start but yeah. did you did you really take time to understand where they're coming from and i i'm, I'm never going to claim i'm just you know a human being not an expert by any means but Right. I think that's that's kind of with a lot of things, you know, we just either refuse to, to understand it because that's not how we were raised um, or, yeah. you know, wherever we wherever we sought that understanding out, they had one one kind of narrow definition of that understanding. And that doesn't help either. Um, no, it's not to say that there's, you know, not one answer for certain things, but there's certainly. Yeah value and other perspectives. Um, like I said, you know, with my parents, I mean, they're the most supportive people I think on the planet. I'm pretty sure my, when my mom dies, she will shake hands with mother Teresa, but <laughs> yeah. she, even she, like, I, I mean, I know that there are certain things that I, I, I would talk to, to her and I have to think about explaining it a little bit more, not because of like the fact that she's older and doesn't get, you know, <laughs> what's going on in this generation. She does, but it's just this mm -hmm. just wasn't how she was brought up and absolutely you can yeah. fight as hard as you want to to not be 
you know, your parents, if they were somebody that's just not a good human being, there's still going to be part of you that, that rubs off, you know, um, yeah. you know, just on yeah. a simple fact. I mean, it, you know, my wife, for example, uh, she doesn't, she doesn't like having confrontations. So, yeah, you know, if, if something's a harder conversation, of course, she's going to listen. I have no doubt that I can talk about it, but you can hear sometimes that it's like a quick, you know, kind of, okay. And it takes like a little while for it to process and go, oh, there's more that I, that I need to understand with that. But that's unique. You know, people, mm -hmm. people sure. kind of just stop and go, oh, well, fui. again, he just used that word bipolar. That's Kanye's a scary dude. I'm not, I don't want to use that word either. So I'm um, okay. Um, yeah. I hope you find well. help. Um, Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. You know, and yeah. you want to go hang out and have a drink? I, I'm going to forget you said that, you know, and that's, that's something to recognize too, that not that you couldn't, shouldn't say something to her, your, you know, your friend, Susan ever again, but you know, you should also be aware that, Hey, Susan has a challenge with this too. How can I help while I'm asking her to listen, you know? Yeah, for um, sure. And that's just something uh, that, that to me is, is, is where I kind of like, will put my, my soapbox down everywhere. Uh, that's where I know that I can at least do something. Um, as far as, as helping people understand to get to the point that they really can be supportive, whatever that means. Um, sometimes, myself included, that means that you look at it and go, well, that is beyond my scope of practice, but mm -hmm. I can tell you listening that I'm gonna help you find a therapist, you know, or that sounds serious. Um, my friend Steve is definitely somebody that has experienced something similar. He'd be great right. to talk, you know, it, even if it's something like that, um, that's a huge step in a better direction of helping people understand. Um, I, oh, as for were, sure. As you were sitting there, like talking about it, like you're going back like 300 years, the first thing that pops into my head is just take a look at the issue of, issue of, you know, racism and slavery. Yeah. We're still talking about it and we're still yeah. talking about it in the terms of, like it it's it's the same height of the issue it was back in civil war days and right i have no experience i'm 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 an idiot when it comes to that for sure but i am mm -hmm. fully mm -hmm. aware of the fact that if you have some if you if i knew somebody or if you talk to somebody that is experiencing racism i guarantee you they will tell you that it's probably the same feeling that their ancestors have and so I don't I'm know, kidding, yeah. I, I don't know if we'd be in a better spot as, than we are now. I feel like you'd probably be like we are with issues like that, topics like that. You'd have a lot more people being vocal and interested mm, in yeah. furthering the conversation. That's um, a good point. Yeah. I just don't know if, and that's again, being realistic, not pessimistic. I don't, I, I yeah, think for we'd sure. just be more comfortable. Um, I'm like that with a lot of things. I, you know, I certainly there are politicians and, news articles and things that I just shake my head and go, man, that was stupid to say that. But then at the same time, right. I'm the first person to step back and go, well, why did they say that? You know, what, right. where, where are they coming from? I'm not necessarily saying that you're agreeing with what you're saying, but what, what got us to that point, you know? And then yeah, if I, yeah. cause if we do that, then at least we're, you're listening to the other person and then you're right. helping understand that. Okay. Maybe I shouldn't have an argument with this person. Maybe I should just let him go. Or maybe I shouldn't have an argument. Maybe they just need to understand this a little bit better, you know? Um, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I, I think that's good. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I, I think that's that's smart. Like, I, I guess I wish there were more people who would be able to at least if if they don't necessarily understand it mm -hmm. at least would be more open-minded sure. about it like i i get it there's there's so much that still it is like it's a mystery for a lot of these because you know even myself i often there are times where i often i'm sitting sitting here thinking why did this occur what exactly was the reason the reasoning or you know like and or I get asked, why did you do that? Or what, what was happening? And I don't exactly I kind of like just go within yeah. that second go, oh, it's because this happened. And then I, I yeah. felt this and this it, it doesn't you know, I don't have a, a diagram with the answer on it saying, here we go. This is yeah. my this it's, is why. It's a, 
Um, yeah, there's <laughs> it's more thinking and and having to reflect and and sure. try to think back and see is there is there something more to it? Is there a root of this? Like it's it's not an easy thing to answer even for someone who does have a it deals with a mental illness yeah. and it's if it was that simple you know (laughs) more people would be would be going to the to their therapist or finding a therapist saying i have it help me you know like it's that's the whole point of a therapy or or having therapy is someone is who has a better understanding of it can help can can show you a direction they they can't do it for you but yeah they can they can show you the direction and and the tools and the and the little like the hints and, yeah. and advice that they'll give you saying here try do this when when you're feeling overwhelmed you know breathe in deep yeah. and slow you know, like they're, they're going to give you stuff to work with to work with and that's the key i yeah. mean that's the key phrase right there things to work with yeah. i i can't tell you how <laughs> how frustrating i get or how frustrated i get when you hear somebody like you know here's here's seven tips to cure your anxiety this is not yeah. going to go away I hate to tell you that it's not, but that's not, no. that's not a bad thing. You just have no idea what's going to happen in your life. Uh, you know, yeah. there's, there's just, there's no way to predict everything, but you no. can at least settle in the fact that you have this set of tools now in your arsenal so yeah. that when a situation arises that makes you anxious or causes you to be depressed, you can try these things, but yeah. also know that that situation that you now find yourself in might be worse than the previous one that caused all this to happen in the first place. So you might yeah. need to rethink all that. And we don't tell people that enough. We just, again, we want that quick fix and that's just everything yeah. in, in society. But the more we can tell people that there, there may not be an act like an actual cure for it. Yeah. And, and that's okay. Um, some things certainly there are, you know, uh, but yeah, it, you absolutely. know, it, it, there's a lot of things that there's not, it just means that we have no idea what's going to happen in the rest of your life. And that's, that's amazing. <laughs> you I know, uh, I mean, but I you know, that's, I mean, I'm 41 and I'm just getting to, to, to say those things out loud to yeah. myself, uh, you know? And so, yeah, you can't sure. expect somebody that's going through something in their 20s, even 30s to, to understand that. But you can begin yeah. to have that conversation that, hey, you know, eventually you can get to a place that, you know, life is still going to suck at times. I'm sorry, kid. But, you yeah. know, I, the way I look at things is is the, the, the worst moments in my life. I, I look at them now and compare right. that to what's happening. If they don't comp- if what's happening in my current day doesn't compare to that worst moment that's happened to me, then I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm out. I forget it. Like, what the heck are you doing stressed about this? You know, but that's something I've learned that may not work for you. You know, you may not enjoy yoga. You may not enjoy meditation. You may absolutely friggin' hate journaling. That's, you know, but right. you have to, you have to figure that out. Um, yeah. You can't tell, have somebody go here, here's the kale smoothie. Um, here's a pen and a pad. Um, and here's this cool app that has all this crazy music and, and sounds, you're gonna be good, kid. Enjoy it. it no. Um, <laughs> yeah, that if may it work. we're only um, that simple. Right. Um, I hate <laughs> yoga. I know what it's for and I hate yeah. meditating, but I know why I hate those things because somebody told me that I need to do it like this and I need yeah. to spend an hour every day meditating and I need to journal for, you know, 30 minutes and spill, spill up my guts. No, you can meditate with your eyes shut for two minutes. Yeah. Um, or even 30 seconds at a red light and you don't have to pick up a pen and paper at all. You can just you speak to yourself in the mirror. You know, there's versions of everything, but we don't want to. Absolutely. Yeah. That's not marketable. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> I know like my, my favorite thing to do if, if I'm feeling stressed or anxious or I feel triggered, I, I often, well, I will go outside and I will do some some exercise or I will do something that takes that to helps me take my mind off of it but at the same time I I don't just avoid the 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 issue I sure. I use it as a method to help me because I like to sp- I like to speak out loud to myself while I'm doing it yeah. because it's kind of like having that inner voice with the outer voice 
having a and like having a conversation with each other and you're I, that's how i kind of do a lot of figuring things out yeah. and and it works for me and i know that it doesn't necessarily work for everybody else but i find that that's my right now that's my best method of of getting answers and and learning about it and yeah. understanding it better because it's it's like it'd be like putting yourself in a in a in a quiet room in and shutting the door and turning the lights off and all you do is is talk to yourself you go nuts you know yeah exactly same <laughs> same sort of thing it's just but it sounds great yeah. on the surface it's like oh i'm quiet for a little bit great um, yeah i know yeah well, but people. it's it's fun and at the same time i get exercise so but- let me ask you no. this then, would that have sure. worked for you five, 10, 15 years ago? If, if somebody had told you and you never, never knew that that was a, a tool to use to help you calm down, mm-hmm. would you have been like, yeah, no, well, no, I hate the outdoors or I hate moving. Like, would you have, have agree that that would have been something that would have been value? Or did you just kind of realize that at this point in my life, this works now for me? The exercise part I always liked. It yeah. was it was the idea of using it to work out my my own issues. Sure. My, like that's that's the part that I learned recently that was that I really enjoyed yeah. because I always loved to go out, whether it was biking or walking or whatever. I loved doing it. It's just I you know it was it it became an opportunity yeah. to you didn't to, realize you didn't realize yeah. basically that it was a, an actual like you know, tool that you could use to help manage something mentally. You just kind of associated yeah. it as something physically. Yeah. yeah exactly. I, I mean, I, that, that's what I get. I mean, I, that, I think that's where I was when it came to, you know, starting all this, you know, as I right. mentioned, it was like, okay, I get the exercise, the eating part of it, but we never, I think you talked about it. Like, you know, we, all these threads, like we, we don't think about the fact that this activity, this thing that I'm doing that yeah. counts, like that's, yeah that's a version of managing your world doesn't mean that you shut it off. It doesn't, you know, your, 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 your tool and your arsenal there is not, let me forget about it and not talk about it. That doesn't count, but you sitting by yourself and just kind of breathing and thinking about everything, not just the positive, you know, or the negative, but both that counts. That that's absolutely, you know? Yeah, Um, it, it does. (laughs) <laughs> cool yeah that's that's perfect you know I, exactly you got to find your way you have to find what works and that's that's bet. that to me is a great thing i mean you know you from the physical realm to, to down they're 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 virtually the same conversation but they're also they're gonna change um mm-hmm. and you never know when they're going to you just have to be okay with their that they are um it took us you know so i have a 22 month old and a, a three-week old but it took having my son and having things shortened as far as, um, you know, um, yeah. being able to exercise or being uh, to go out. And I told myself um, that it was okay that, you know, I can't, I can't go out and I can't run or I can't do this like I used to. But the, when I started going back to the gym, yeah, you know, I only have these two, day, two days that I'm not the, the primary caretaker of my son. Um, and then right. eventually here, when my wife goes back to work, it'll be both of them. We chose that. And that's, that's an amazing opportunity that I'm not taking back. So I have a lot to do in those two days. So when I started going back to the gym, mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't, I used to go every day, my wife and I for, you know, whether that was the end of the school day or, you know, the beginning of the day or whatever it was for at least 45 minutes or an hour, not some wow. crazy lifter, not, I can't tell you I ever have ever had six pack abs or looked great <laughs> in my opinion, but I mm-hmm. went that's just what I thought you needed to do. But until I went back after having a kid, um, I was like, well, I, I can't be here forever. So let's right. just trim this out. I be- I'm there for like 20 minutes, maybe 25 minutes. And I walk out every time and I'm like, I, I feel just as great. I may not even have this like crazy sweat. I may not be yeah. completely sore, but I did something. I moved. Yeah. And I'm out. And it's like, I can remember like the first day that I did it. I'm like, what in the world was I doing coming every day for an hour? You know, it wasn't yeah. serving me. And, it, and maybe somewhere along the way, it, it stopped doing it. I just didn't pay attention. It took not being able to do it to, to, to find that out. 
I can't wait. I've just started running with my son in the stroller the other day. And I can't nice. tell you how out of shape I am from that going yeah. to somebody who's run multiple half marathons, but that will probably be something that I totally enjoyed it because I'm completely in my own when I do yeah. that. But now here I am that same idea that going to the gym was something that I enjoyed to get out of my head. Doesn't yeah. work anymore, you know, mm -hmm. but there's a version mm -hmm. of it that does. There's just other things that, you know, to, to prioritize in your life and you have to, you have to be okay with telling yourself that, that that's okay. Absolutely. I agree 100%. I think that's, that's a very smart way to go because it's, you're deciding it. You, yeah. You're making your choice. It's not someone else. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Perfect. Okay. Okay. Well, excellent. Well, there we go. All right. That's the end of this, of this episode. Um, <laughs> JD, very grateful and very happy oh, that you came on the I'm show. This was to be really here. good. Thank you for letting me be here. Oh, yeah, not a problem. <laughs> yeah, it was good. We had, I, I really enjoyed discussing what we discussed here. It was it was really informative. And I hope my audience gets a lot out of this, too. <laughs> They're going to be like, why is this guy talking so much? He needs to stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they're used to it. It's, uh, it's nothing I... new. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate yeah, it. You're welcome. All right, everybody. There you go. If you have any questions uh, regarding what was discussed here, you can ask me. Um, you can email me or you can go on Twitter. Uh, the Twitter handle is ADHD and CPTSD. Or you, like I said, you can email me, which is living with ADHD and CPTSD at gmail.com. If you have a question for JD, I can always relay it to him and then you know, I can get it to your, or so you can long, listen yeah. either way. All right, everyone. There we go. Okay, JD. Thanks. All right. Thank you so much. You bet. Okay, everybody. Till next time. Have fun. Bye.